Hello and welcome to the Sacred Space Storytelling Podcast, a place where we will dive deep into epic discussions on birth, motherhood, womanhood, rites of passage, and so much more. We are your hosts, Lucy, a mama of four, a birth keeper, a women's worker, and a past midwife who has left the system in the pursuit of truly being with woman. And Christy, a mama of three, birth and pregnancy advocate, community service worker with a strong interest in the shamanic dimensions of the journey from girlhood into womanhood and beyond. Come with us now as we unravel today's conversation. Hello and welcome to the Sacred Space Storytelling Podcast. This is Season 2, Episode 2, and you are here with Lucy and Christy and Finn and Primrose, our babies there in the background. Yes, yep. And we're just having a conversation today. Um, we've been talking about it heaps just personally mm. together, haven't we, Christy? Um, we on have. the art of holding space. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, a big topic really, but we just thought it was a cool topic and we wanted to bring it to you guys and record it and, yeah, just kind of unpack it a little bit. Because mm. I feel like it is everywhere too, um, especially in the – healing world and like stepping into this whole new um well new earth new paradigm whatever you want to call it like I feel like these this language is starting to become way more common Mm. um and I think people are going to understand I think people are going to understand it um but yeah it's it's really becoming such common language to use like the holding space and there's so much there's so many things like mentorships out there and like healing modalities and um self-development every everyone's like stepping into their own medicine which means they're then stepping into holding space for others Mm, but um, what does that really mean and entail yeah because it's so easy to say I hold this space Mm -hmm. but it's so much more powerful and in-depth than a phrase it's not a throwaway yeah. phrase. Yeah, well, it's a it's big responsibility too. Big responsibility. And it entails mm. you doing not- your own personal development mm. and work beforehand um, yeah. to be able to show up for others and hold that secure, safe space with no energetic leaks or you projecting your own stuff onto your the people in your container. Totally. Because it's like really ultimately is it like um for me is like how 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 have you or can you or have you ever held space for yourself Mm. being really able to hold space for yourself um which ultimately is the work holding space for yourself and understanding yourself and being able to hold um the full spectrum of who you are, like shadows and and light. I always put shadows in this, like the shadows of ourselves in this like category of like um, the hard part, but I've just come to realise that the light, holding your light is actually the hard part as well. 
Yeah. We must not forget that. No. <laughs> you know, we cannot live in the underworld forever. It's like um, what we were talking about before we hopped on um, and I shared a little bit on my Instagram stories about um, I'm facing a lot of patterning at the moment, old patterning and stories around, you know, going into that martyrdom and victim mentality that parenting is hard, had a really hard morning with the kids and we've all been sick and I'm out in the world now by myself with the baby and the other three kids and school runs and all the things. And um, that victim mentality, like that darkness was creeping in and it actually took a lot of energy for me to boot that to the side and stay Mm -hmm. in the light and to be like, actually I can change how I'm thinking about this and that I can, yeah, shift it. I can turn it on its head and I can come back to gratitude and also knowing that I have enough capacity to hold this all um, and I can thrive in this situation and yeah, so that's a good like an example of my own of how sometimes holding the light can be, yeah, just equally oh. as big work. It, it it definitely can because like I, I guess that for for a long time, and it's so true, like the medicine is in the darkness. Like a lot of my medicine has come from my darkness, but it um it's been able to like I've had to be to step into the light to be able to um, bring that darkness out as medicine, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I, I actually really love this topic. I don't even know where to start. Like it's – I guess it's because we have, you know, created the sacred space and ultimately we're holding space for other women to mm. – um, you know, uh, unravel parts of themselves and step into their light or s- step into their darkness if mm. they need to and their pain yeah. and whatever the they need to do. Yeah, mm. like that full spectrum of human emotion because, like, I feel like we are in this really exciting time on earth right now where I think everyone's healing. It's whether you want to just be conscious about it because we're, there's this big shift happening where we're unraveling like who we really are at our core, like who we are as human beings, like why are we Mm. here, like what? And then all these stories that are attached to it, like there's so many cool things coming out, like we're going back into our childhood Um, and it's mostly just to figure out who we are because, you know, the moment we're born, it's just like (laughs) where there's a construct there immediately of like who we should be, what we should do, it's there immediately. Like we're, we're almost like socially conditioned immediately. And we're coming into this new place of like expansion and like possibility and limitless, like, um, potential. And it's like, hold on, there's so much more to me than I have thought. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and with this comes like, yeah, that self work and, and then us coming, and, and, and holding space for others in um, in our own mastery and gifts that we are bringing into the world. Um, but, yeah, the holding space aspect is just so vital 
to the integration of the medicine and the lessons and the up level and the growth it's if you don't feel safe you can't fully receive you know um and safety is like number one right yeah and I think safety for me like so especially as women yeah so when like when we like broach this topic for me what initially came up and is my foundation of holding space and like what I kind of always comes out back to is um my doula training because I feel like yeah that was the best like thing I've freaking ever done um it Mm. helped me in my own personal development as a person like as a human being on this planet and I it really influenced me in everything that I've walked through um and so a big part of this training was like dealing with your own stuff like um and it was we all had to do like different body work um like rebirthing breath work we had to delve into our own patterning around our births um like how we were born like how we came onto this planet um and the patternings that we were unconsciously carrying to bring consciousness to them so that we could just be like this neutral sphere of light like encircling a woman Mm. you know in the birth space just holding her it's like outside of that sphere of light was like our stuff like you leave it at the door and you're really Mm. conscious like and then when you're in her birth space you can see if if anything's coming up for you it's clear as day like it's a trigger if there's a trigger for you you're like that's my stuff I'm leaving it outside um and Mm. but it was so good because I was 19 when I did that training. Um, It was the best education, (laughs) Um, sitting in circle with elders and peers and learning the art of, yeah, holding space and unpacking my own stuff and bringing consciousness and awareness to my own stuff. And um, so I guess bringing it into business as well and in midwifery. And that was something that I was apparent to me immediately when I went into midwifery was that 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 aspect was severely lacking like Mm. there's all these unconscious midwives walking around in birth space spaces who were projecting Mm. their own stories onto these women um and that is not conducive to yeah a safe environment for a woman to let go and give birth um and then that transfers into business as well, like in or into any any like um place of healing or learning or you know, like where you really need to be conscious all the time of like what what are you projecting onto people, um your stories, your conditioning. Yeah, because it's like my my I guess first um perception of holding space when I was younger would always come from like an authoritarian figure so Mm. it would either be like a teacher like they that's that was holding space to me where really they were just telling me how to fucking think telling me like you know fitting me in a box always and I feel like that I that's um I've always been rebellious to that because it just always felt like you know I how I was and how who I was just always had to be fixed 
But really, mm-hmm. when I think about it and reflect on it now, that is a projection. So we're born, that's why I said before, like we're born straight away and then there's the doctors, the nurses, the midwives, mm. the teachers, the bloody whoever, you know. So it's like that to me was such a, um, I never, ever, and because I, that's how I looked at people who like, I, I never even used the language hold space. It was just, or counsellors, psychologists, like, you know, uni degree, like uni um, degrees. They oh, held like, authority. They held that authority and they knew better than me. So when I would sit um, in a space where, you know, I've been to many psychologists when I was younger and counsellors and um, even the school counsellor at, you know, in high school where... <laughs> You know, you'd sit there and they'd be like, it wasn't really holding space. They were just giving you a checklist really and not, I felt like I was never really seen who I for who I was. I was just there to tick a box so I didn't do anything drastic or my mental, you know, it didn't reflect mm-hmm. on the school or whatever. But they had so much okay. like power in that place, like because you were... Mm-hmm you perceived them as knowing more than you or they were teaching you something so you were being influenced by what they were projecting onto you and so you were yeah allowing them to hold space for you like whether they they intended to or not and therefore if they haven't done their own work from that place of authority or teaching or whatever it's like they're yeah they're they haven't done done their own work, so they're for they could yeah potentially be projecting their own stuff onto you or their own biases, and well, even just a social expectation really, like of how we're meant to be, like how that's how I, like you know even just in like with with even just children's development, right? Like especially in mainstream schools, like if they don't tick a certain box or they're not at this certain developmental level. Like there's something, something's wrong. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So there's that um, already that, I don't know, like it's like not even there, it's just such a social construct where it's like if you don't fit into this, it's not like that's actually instead of sitting there with someone and really seeing them for who they are and Mm. their strengths and their weakness and that's I feel is what is holding space. So I grew up. with these authoritarian figures and because I would, you know, we'd all go to these different types of authoritarian figures that would tell us how to be, how to do, and if you're outside of that box then there's something wrong with you, I'm going to label you. And so I grew up with that and then if I, you know, especially when I think, you know, I think I spoke about this in one of my first podcasts when my friend passed away and I had to go and see many counsellors and I figured out pretty quickly that they didn't give a fuck about me. Like they didn't Mm -hmm. care. It was just, it was just a ticking of the box. So what I learned to do was act well, yeah, and I actually learned to just put on a mask, and then mm. that mask would stay there, and I would then work out what I needed to say to get what I needed out of it. Like I remember even mm. being younger and going to DUI when I was like, however long, however old, like a stupid thing, like a stupid mistake that I made, and um, having to do this whole counselling thing, and I just knew what I knew what I had to say to get out of that. Yeah. Because it was just a, a bunch of checklists being playing a know, game. Check, playing it's just playing a game because I knew that they didn't give a fuck about me. And I knew that. Mm. So it, like when I would get in trouble a lot when or 
had a you know a few confrontations with authority figures like police or whatever um I knew how to get out of that and then when I would get into community services and I would work with youth or do casework with youth the kids that are in the system they know how to work the system because it's not it is superficial it is it's the system it's a systemic function and structure so they just they know that no one gives a fuck and yeah. it's not on this intimate personal level of hum- like this human like level that they're just like you know whatever I'll put a mask on and I'll play this fucking game and it's like and nobody stay cares unconscious about me. because it's yeah. self-preservation as well but we are moving out of like like even you know the last like our parents generation moved through life so disconnected mm. and unconscious and it was yeah. where they did believe in the system's of power that be and they mm. it was it felt safe it felt it felt comfortable just to rely on these systems and allow that authority to be the authority because I don't know it was just what everyone had done before them but there's definitely like I think at that level of like being scared of like the unknown and then we really have come in this next generation and yeah um we're choosing to be a lot more conscious and to question the systems and the authorities that be and be like, can't there be a, a better way, a different way? And but it's it's not easy work and it means that we have to really confront even, our own shadows, you know, when we're waking up and generation totally. shadows before us and so much healing. There's so much, but you even just think of like teachers and like honestly, God bless them, whatever. Like I see, I see them, and it's like nurses, midwives, all the rest of them. But like you think of teachers, right? Especially high school teachers, um, even public school teachers. Like they're literally like like teaching like like young minds and like these children are in their care more than their parents. Yeah, it's so wild. it's how wild is that like how like there is a 20 year old a 21 year old girl doing teaching your child like yeah she did a uni degree and yeah she's Mm -hmm. fresh or she has these new ideas but what she do her own self-work and like consciousness to her own conditioning and triggers and and that's like so I almost feel like every person who's in who's who's going to be like working with people <laughs> needs mm-hmm. to do a doula course basically <laughs> like like totally. you need do you need to dive into your own patterns and bring consciousness to them so that yeah yeah you're, you're you are hyper aware when when you're getting triggered or conditioning or stories are coming up and then you're not allowing that to shade how you are speaking to the people in your care or whatever and you can like stay neutral and leave that stuff at the door and really be conscious and present with those people like um yeah it's it's, it's just it sort it's, of starts really like when you think about it and like why we're in the way it really does start in the womb like mm-hmm. even just like or even just you know what I'm gonna get really fucking deep here hey it even like just starts like with conception like even mm-hmm. just like that conscious conception of like making love or, you know, that beautiful connection of just like holding space for each other. Yeah. I think that's so beautiful. beautiful. Well, it is like, it is like 
once you realize how unconscious you are in one aspect of your life, Mm. you realize all of a sudden how disconnected and unconscious you've been in every other like part and it's actually so painful sometimes and it's super painful to be like oh my goodness I was so tapped out I was moving through that asleep and Mm. to wake up can be confronting as hell but it's like you know it actually makes me like teary like I feel it in my throat now it makes me really emotional and makes me feel really also really grateful because I'm like oh like I just want like you just realise how many people, and I think of this often, and this is why I haven't stepped into my life, a lot of my life is because mm. I do, I, I I get so concerned about everybody else and wanting people to feel loved and mm. seen that sometimes I can actually put, even my, well, most of the time I can put myself on the back burner when really for me to really step into the space of a space holder um, because I know that I can see people, I know that. But for me to sustain that, I need to be able to see that also in myself, yeah, and be able to hold that in myself and see my light and step into it unapologetically and walk be the okay top. with that. Like, yeah, like if you yeah. want others to feel embodied and good about themselves, um, you need to feel that about yourself. We all do, like, and that's just going to yeah. make a better world. Like, let's be real. If we yep. all are high, high vibrational beings who are conscious and feeling good about ourselves, we need to stop this tall poppy syndrome thing we have in Australia, yep. but I think everywhere, well, I yep. don't know, most places I think these days where we like to belittle people who are feeling confident and good in their skin and we all feel like we have to apologise for ourselves and it's just like, like none of that. We all, <laughs> none we of all that love in the new it. paradise. Yeah, because like, it's it's like that saying. Because I I pull myself up constantly, especially with my oldest daughter, where where she's just loving herself sick, and I can sometimes be like, <laughs> oh God, Luna. But I'm actually super like, yeah, girl, you go, because it's like yeah. we all we we all preach like to love yourselves, but until like a woman really loves themselves, and then we get fucking slightly triggered, and we're like, well, who does she think she fucking is? Yeah, fully. You know? Yeah, and it's Why? like um. It's yep. it's really and but it's also like oh my god it's actually so layered, it's so layered because you've also got to be um be able to receive being seen like receive that space mm-hmm. holding and I mean I feel like you you actually like you will sort it out when you're ready mm. and I think that that's what why these conversations are important because you want to pick the right person yeah to hold space for you because if you don't and you pick someone that is stuck in their fucking ego or they haven't done their own work or they're just I don't know they haven't integrated or embodied their work or whatever Mm. that can be potentially extremely damaging yes and that's a good like a good example of this is like when you're hiring like a doula a birth keeper a midwife an obstetrician whoever like you can't just have this perceived idea that they're going to give you something and hold a certain space for you because like I think especially in the case of doulas and home birth midwives, like people think, oh, I've got a home birth midwife now or a doula and they have this idea of what they're going to bring and then that's where they stop investigation. Yeah. But it's like you actually have to take responsibility for who you choose to, yeah, hold space for you. And make sure that they um, are on your frequency and align with what you need and um, that they've done their own work as well. Like, you know, there's a lot of people out there who 
actually haven't done this work and you're going to end up with someone, you know, you're feeling vulnerable, you need to be feel held and safe. And then you realize this person hasn't done their own work and I'm needing to hold space for them, you know? And and I feel like too, I wonder how many people have minimized their needs when they have like, have a caregiver that, because you can only like, you can only meet somebody where you've met yourself. So I know from even my experience where I've craved like this depth since I was younger, but because nobody could meet me there, I ended up minimizing myself or blocking that side of myself out and going, I'm crazy. I'm dramatic. I'm needy. I'm, um, I'm a detention seeker. Um, I am damaged. I'm traumatized, all the rest of this shit. But really it's just, I've craved connection on a deep Mm. level, but nobody, I didn't, I wasn't around the right people to um, hold that, to, to meet me there. And that's why, like, that's why evolution, like you, why, you know, you start doing the work right and then you start to, um, like, you start to distance yourself from old friends. And I feel like that's even what, like what's, what happened to me in the past where I did have old friends that really didn't actually know me at all and I was just playing a role because my depth or how I felt they they couldn't meet me there so Mm -hmm. you know so I would just stuff that down and um it manifested into a shitload of mental health and that's nobody else's fault I just stayed somewhere (laughs) where I was familiar or comfortable or I just wanted to be accepted you know instead Which of just such a common story like such especially a common when you're young story. Like yeah you, fully you want to feel um like part of community and feel accepted yes. like that survival as well like on a primal level like you needed to be part of the pack yes. you know like you, yep. you couldn't be out on your own you needed to, to fit in yep. and be accepted so that's like that primal like response but um but then when you start do when you start giving yourself permission to grow and be mm. like like cuz it's like um uh I was on Eleanor and Emma's thing this morning and I loved what they said um where you know pain is actually really important because pain is the catalyst to change like mm. that's that's the catalyst like when you start yeah. feeling something that's too painful or you just start like really feeling misunderstood or not connecting like you need to make a change and you've got a choice you've got a choice there to stay awake or to disconnect and go back to sleep like you can bring consciousness to that and investigation and self-inquiry and be curious like why am I feeling discomfort why am I feeling triggered and you will follow that thread until you find the answer and then you can bring healing to that and that's so liberating and amazing or you can choose to stay in your comfort zone and clock off, disconnect, go back to sleep because you want to numb yourself out. Like, which Well, you just don't want to face the totally or you just don't want to face the consequences of it. It's a really beautiful invitation, isn't it? Like, um, and once you start, like you get better at it. Like it's not so scary, Mm. I think, because you realize I actually can follow the breadcrumbs and I will find the answer and I will I will have um like conclusion to this and we'll find the medicine um so that you have a lot more faith in sitting in that discomfort because you know that there'll be completion and then I'll feel so much better um than trying to push it away 
totally. It just, it really, it just really highlights just what, like, again, like makes me feel really grateful of being in this work because I really, even just, to be honest, even just the last couple of months, just having that complete, um, just that honoring and understanding and like, um, what's the word? Like, I'm really, I guess I'm really leaning into this role and being like, oh my God, like I take it quite seriously. Yeah. It's and, a really and, big responsibility. Yeah. And wanting like, and, and wanting, um, people to, because it is, cause I know like with my journey, it could have been a lot easier. Um, but I mean, that's again, like just, that's our journey and like where we are. Oh, sorry. The bubble's coming over. Um, where like we are like in just in our, our generation growing up too like we didn't have as much exposure to all of this like it was just mm. different and we're stepping into this now which is really really cool but yeah I've just had like a few experiences this year where I'm just like holy shit like wow like just on the whole holding space spectrum like because you do you will lose friends when you decide to grow Mm. Or you will, will people will drop off, and I think that that's the scary part for a lot of people. Or your your relationships change because like you've you're changing, and I guess the ones that um the ones that stick around are the ones that are you know are on that same frequency or whatever as you. Yeah, yeah. Um, sorry. Yeah, I mean, so a big part of like, um, and we, we've spoken about this a few times all the time, is like um, a big part of our business has been our own our own self-work and self-development and moving through things and, and choosing to stay um, conscious and at times in the discomfort um, and because we want to ensure that we can come from a really pure healed not we never fully healed the work was never done but you know like a conscious place when we are sitting in space with other women um and not projecting and also yeah and can relate and meet them where exactly where they need to be at and um it's also very hard because it's an ongoing thing like it's something that we constantly need to do like it's a skill Mm. it's a full-on skill actually like that will as as we get more into the work, as we do more work work in ourselves, as we work together, like in our partnership, and we witness others, it's that you know you grow that skill because it's like mm. you know how you mentioned about your doula work. I, I think the first time that you know, I guess like you know, I was talking about like getting held space held space by psychologists and all the rest of it, counselors, and I never ever felt like I was just like meh, whatever. But it's when I went to um the four seasons with jane actually even Mm. before that i think i did like this little circle with rosie reese and the yoni pleasure palace i remember doing something and you know and and speaking something i was like i'm just gonna talk like it's how else Mm. am i gonna move past this discomfort and then just being met with just such kindness and mm. non-judgment and I was just like oh my god and like, like you realize the difference then don't you of like the potency of someone who is so there with you and and has is so conscious and has done their their work to be able to meet you there where you need to be 
held and heard and witnessed and um, as opposed to, yeah, going to a psychologist or someone like, you know, who is very moving through the motions, like it's like black and white and then technicolor, you know, like it's just day and yeah. night. Yeah, and it's like with, um, oh, God, there's, there's so many layers to this, but even just with the four seasons, like I remember like, you know, I, I think it was the first weekend that I made the drum but sitting in circle and especially um, – by the older women I get a lot when I'm acknowledged in that way and I think mm. it is the, the mother figure and the maternal figure there's something about that because I guess even holding space starts as we're children like who held space yeah. for us yeah hold on, hold on. yeah and we've we've been reflecting as well like um just personally we were reflecting the last few months like um on the theme of like the lack of like el- like of elders like like mm. being able to hold space for us yeah because they weren't held space for like there's this real it totally. goes back it actually goes back and back and back and back and like um we are like part of that initiation is being held by that mother figure or that older woman and um this sort of comes back to idolizing the maiden in our culture as well Mm. like and what we're trying to do here is like being able to step into our power as mothers and to be able to let go of the maiden like it's very hard because that condition is strong but it's like we all crave as maidens and as young women to be held and seen by by healed initiated mothers And mm-hmm. then and crones and goes on and on. Like we all need that older figure to hold us. Like and it's this beautiful cyclical thing where we all can hold one another and initiate each other into the next stage of life. But we need to have been modelled how to do that. And the thing is we're not, it's kind of like this this cycle has been brought, like, like we're stuck in this like loop now of like, of you grow from child into maiden and then you're stuck in maiden and then everyone fully everyone's freaked out about becoming like a mother and like and letting your youth go and and being a full woman and like it's really interesting isn't it because we all yeah because I've craved like when I was about to have Finn like I realized I'm actually every time I have a baby I really crave having that older woman be able to hold and hold me in the way that I'm desiring but realizing they don't have the capacity <laughs> a lot of the women well, that I turn yeah. to yeah there's not there's actually nothing more um beautiful because at the my, the four seasons there was a lot of um maga women there I mean the teachers are maga women mm. so um you know when it was my turn to talk God, like, I mean, in circles, I still get nervous when I still mm. talk in circles because it's being yeah. seen. And yeah. I just remember feeling the first time, because I'm a bit of a goofball, I joke around a lot. It's just my, it's just, it's just who I am. Like, and I'm quite like uh, colourful in a lot of ways, but then I've just got this depth as well. It's just like mm. from that way to that <laughs> way. And I've always like, I feel like people have always been a little bit confused by that because they're like, wait a minute, like, like, because then if I get go into the, my depth, they're like, oh, are you okay? Like, 
what's wrong? Or they expect me to be in this like full, mm. you know, high vibe state all the time. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 I'm not. That's, you know, Instagram's an illusion. Because we're not good at holding the darkness either. Like we're not like no. people, people feel scared. Like it's like we have a spectrum of emotion, but everyone just wants everyone to be happy and okay yep. all the time. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, but even it can even be the other way around too. Like people are more comfortable when you're like all like, you know, in a low vibe complaining oh, yeah, state, totally. which, you know, they really like people like, and when you start being super happy, which is something that I've had to face a lot mm. in the last like 18 months where I have felt super fucking high vibe because it is predominantly my personality, like where that's the part of me that I've squashed a lot. So yeah, that high vibe that I feel like I annoy people or it makes people uncomfortable or it's like, oh, like blah, blah, blah. So I will be yeah. like, almost sometimes bring myself down and go, mm, yeah, yeah so I am feel like comfortable. This. I am that, I am this. And it's like actually, but that like just bringing it back to the four seasons, I remember like it, we were wrapping up that first weekend and I'd got my period on that that day. So I was doing a big release and, mm. um, oh, God, oh, my God, I actually feel emotional thinking about it. Mm. But, um, <laughs> oh, my God, I don't know where <laughs> that came from. But they like circled around me like Ishwari um, and Jules and Raven and Maylin and oh my god I'm getting such a wave of emotion but they they, they circled around me and like did this humming like yeah I like I honestly will never ever forget that and it was so healing for me I just felt Mm -hmm. that was space holding for me they held space for me because I was talking and I was being all happy and fun and then you know they after I spoke they're like Christy you're just so joyful like you're so you're such you're such sunshine here and even them saying that to me was like oh they've, they've seen a part of me and um you know recognize something in me that I don't usually like to I mean I couldn't sit in it but like I don't know. It's just nice to be told something. Yeah. And then I, when they said that to me, I just cried and cried yeah. and cried. And it was like, oh, I felt seen mm. and felt, um, and, and, you know, I'd also just spent a whole weekend of, um, you know, unpacking a lot of my trauma, traumatic experiences and suppression. So for them to be able to notice that joy after also experiencing so much of my darkness and still love me. Yeah. And that unconditional love. And and see me. Yeah. And it takes so much like bravery to let yourself be that vulnerable. Like this is why it's important. It's so important for, the, for a space to be safe because if you're going to be that vulnerable and let your guard down, you need to be in a safe space. Otherwise it can be like not a positive experience, hey, like. Oh, well, you can completely retract and then build up a bigger wall and be like, yeah. well, fuck this. Like I'm not like. But you know what, that's also a dance as well with holding space because, I mean, I dipped my toe in and out for years where I was like, oh, nah, oh, nah. Like, and I still, I'm 37 years old. I'm a space holder myself, like, like you know, leaning into it more and a mother where I'm holding space for my children. And I mm. still, I still will go, 
oh, I don't, this, I don't know. Like, is this, like, can I receive this? Can I trust you? Like, am I safe here? Or um, am I not? Or like always trying to figure out if that's like a, a, a trauma response too, because like with my trust or, and not being mm. seen and trying to really work out if like, always trying to work out um, where it's coming from. But I think that's good because you are constantly aware and conscious and doing your own work and self-evaluation. You're not just going, cool, I'm a space holder. I'm done healing. I'm a fully healed person. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to show up. Like that's really to me quite scary. Like, because we are all human beings and we are forever cycling and ebbing and flowing and things will come up for us or not. And it's like, um, it's part of space holding is being able to deal with things that are coming up for you, being able to hold space for yourself and then your the other people that you're showing up for and making sure that you're not like the people that you're holding are in a safe, you know, secure space and that you're in a, you've got your own little safe, secure space where you can do this inner work and evaluation. And it's, you're, you're making sure that your energy is clean because you're really conscious. Like as soon as you think that you're done and that the work is done, that's, that's to me is like cause for alarm, <laughs> to be honest. Fully. And I, I really, when you think about it, like when, if you are like, you know, we're talking about conception before and then pregnancy because you're holding space for this growing baby and then, you know, mm-hmm. labor, birth, and like, you know, I put that video up the other day when I was like, because this is what what the processes I was going through with like, you know, unpacking holding space is like that moment where I was like, I'm feeling really scared. Mm. Be- and I, I, it was so beautiful to have you there holding the space and like you just reaffirmed back to me what I'd already said, like it's okay to be scared and me just going into my, cause it was beautiful really because <laughs> you were holding space for me for, to hold space for myself to hold space for my baby. Your baby, yeah. You know, it was it's like a really be- it's it's such a domino effect and it's just so it's it's all around oh, it's all around safety and I just think oh god, yeah, like that's just um yeah, that that I love that video of myself. That's actually motivation for myself in life actually because you know how we birth and I feel like how we live and I I look at that when I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed. And I'm feeling scared because there's been a lot of times when I've felt scared in our business and I just wanted to throw yeah. the towel in <laughs> and run away or I felt too exposed, I felt too yeah. seen, I felt too, like, vulnerable, <laughs> I felt too, like, even with you, like, being like, oh, my God, she knows me too well. No, <laughs> I, I need, oh, I've got to fucking go. <laughs> she knows me too well. Um, but, yeah, like, um, coming back to that moment, being like, I'm scared, but just I can yeah. take a breath and I can go into myself and I can trust myself completely. Like, I mm. can do that. And I think yep. that that is really powerful and and really beautiful. And, and it has taught me even just in moments like that with my children, like, like you know what it's like, far out, like with your children. It's like we are, again, like, holding space for them as their own individual Mm. like individual spirit without Mm. trying to contain them into what we perceive as you know um right or wrong and how we perceive as um a way to be 
and like holding space for their big emotions and for their expression because there's not like there's so many things that we're not going to agree with because it's like wait a minute you're my kid but it's like what's well, not we are have been chosen to be their yeah. guide that is such a good yeah. example isn't it <laughs> oh like my god other places where you space hold fully though that's why like pregnancy and the work that we're doing is so important because like it will prepare you and set the foundations to hold deep space mm. for your child to yeah. like you know like I, I often look at yeah. like Eleanor and Emma from the reconnect and I'm like they've got so many women just like in this safe container with them um, yeah. because we're all on this ride of motherhood where it's like you can't get off like you're on this and but also we, we and, feel safe with them because they are doing their oh, own work you know oh my god they're angels they're yes. so regulated and grounded like and they're constantly like constantly reassessing like and tapping yes. back in and tweaking and doing practices and regulating and um it's it is mm. like yeah. yeah it's like and it's so true like when you're a more regulated parent because like obviously we always have our own stuff that's coming up mm-hmm. for us personally and you have a choice like you can be really like let that affect your parenting and you can project that onto your children or you can like do your own work to regulate yourself mm-hmm. and to deal with whatever is going on for you so that you can then hold space for your little people in a grounded way and like it's exactly like when you have a business where you know, you're holding Mm. space for other people. It's like, there's always going to be stuff that comes up personally in the background for you. And it's like, how do you deal with that and not let it infiltrate the container that you're holding for other people? Like, um, like how can you deal with your personal stuff as a parent and then still show up for your children and meet their needs in a regulated and safe and healthy way? And, um, yeah, it triggers comes back, too. Comes back to being conscious, yeah, of your triggers, mm. of your stuff that's coming up, and then not just blindly reacting, recognizing and what, it, and what them triggers are like trying to show you. Like that's something you. I can be quite resistant about too. Like even withholding space, right? Like if a, um, you know, someone says something that maybe like their hairs on the back stand up a bit. Yeah, like, oh, I didn't like that, but it's yeah. like, why didn't I like why? that? Well, why? And is- that's also really important with the sister wound, isn't it? As well. Oh God, that's another thing I've been going through huge because I'm like, why are they like no one in particular, but why, why like is this certain person triggering me? And that's another thing to unpack because it's like, is this person good for me, um, or? is like I mean because it's always going to be a mirror for you like there's we're all mirrors for each other again like we're all holding space for each other anyway like in one way or another like everyone's a mirror that is like showing you where even where you're at in life Mm -hmm. you know like that's why it's like that quote like the people that you surround yourself with are usually like that's the mentality that you're going to have you know because you sort of really are holding space for each other yeah. all the time and that one thing that I've had to unpack is like if someone's really triggering me like I'm trying to work out like is it because it's bringing up something from my past that I need to heal or um, is this person just not maybe just not really that good for me like or I, I'm coming I'm 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 showing up in this um like connection um in not like a like integrity or not in a genuine way or there's something there always to reflect on and it's 
I don't know, I'm such a self-reflector, I know that you are too, where you just really mm. think about it before you, like you don't, like you really, you want to understand it before, mm. like you know, I know so many people are like just cut them off, block them, blah, 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 and I'm like, oh, I, I need to understand it though. Yeah, like, bring consciousness uh, you know, and back. Because sometimes yeah. you do need to like maybe move away or distance yourself from some people just because yeah. that's just to the get right a bigger thing. Too. Like, but sometimes it is like maybe I need to just think about how like my part in this, like yeah. take responsibility for how I'm responding and and or the lack of boundaries that I've put in place and like what can I do to make this situation safer and healthier? Um, yeah, I, it's, it's good to can- sit with it. Because it can, and this is why, again, why space, why why really healthy and integrated space holding is so important because for someone like me, for instance, where, you know, I've been in um, relationships with domestic violence. I've been in relationships with like, well, a, sp- a particular relationship where, you know, I actually nearly died and I, he mm. was a narcissist a full-on narcissist yeah. so there's them there's them situations where because I am very inclined to self-reflect and look at myself that when that can I, I don't know it's a bit of a slippery slope because it can make you a bit vulnerable because I would almost be just constantly trying to do better in myself when really I was yeah. actually in a toxic relationship and I, I was think- and that's why it's confusing for me was it can be confusing for mm. me to this day because you know even my childhood has some aspects of that as well. Mm, and I think the barometer can sometimes be as simple as coming back to like your instincts, like yes. what is your Body. and not don't over intellectualize it. Like yes. I think and then move forward from that place. Love like that if you think so much. If your instinct is this person is safe, but I just need to like put some like better boundaries in place or maybe I need to work Mm. on my triggers. But if your instinct is like I can't be around this person, they are so unhealthy, like I feel like they're a toxic person. I am Or unsafe in your body. Unsafe, like this is a I'm a yeah. Like what does your instinct say? What does your body do? Like does it retract? Does it like do you feel and then so just go from much. there because honestly, yeah. it can't ever, ever like, like take you wrong. Like it's we are animals, and we need to really like fine tune our instincts again and value them. And that's we, we that, you know, that is like that's the perfect perfect response because <laughs> especially somebody like oh, sorry, but it is because I was like especially for somebody that's been through what I've been through where I can intellectualize or I can go so deeply into myself because I'm 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 always wanting to be a better person I'm always wanting Mm. to I I I am and you're you you're very similar where you just um you know you you see people's humanity yeah which for somebody vulnerable like how I was back in the day or whatever and sometimes you know potentially can still be which where my walls come in um is yeah, like being in relationships with abusive people or people that have taken yeah. advantage of you yeah. or manipulated you or and that's scary. Um, yeah, it's being scary calculated to find yourself in those situations for sure. Yeah, be be manipulative with your um with your yeah, like your 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 compassionate and heart centered personality. Yeah. 
And yeah, and that's what I've been on a big thing. And I think a lot of humans and have been on this where they're like they don't trust people because they've been hurt by people and or betrayed or and you know it's all part of the journey also. But it can also bring you to um, you know where we're at now or you know you can there are space holders out there like us by the way <laughs> that um will understand that as well and help you yeah help you unpack that you know I was I actually did want to bring this up because it's a really cool example one really cool example but a relationships are another holding space um conversation like the relationship with your partner because again like you are in a relationship with somebody else like a union you're doing life with somebody else and then you know again like how I said before like we're all like mirrors like reflections so you're actually living with another mirror Mm. that is constantly and it's inevitable that your childhood is going to get brought up because like you you know your caregivers or your partner usually there's some type of like they reflect each other in some type of way and it you know the universe works in these wonderful ways where they put you in situations where you know it keeps coming up until you pay attention and you heal it so you can go on to the next level or whatever and yeah I mean I put a whole story up of Nathan and I on my page not that long ago of our whole journey how you know and we've come to this place now where we just deeply hold space for each other and that's all we've ever wanted is because realistically holding space is to be deeply witnessed we all just want to be witnessed we're all walking each other home as Ramdas says and um yeah I um what brought something to me was um I actually um had plant medicine so I I suppose like it was a it was a ceremony in a way where I um chose to do plant medicine I did like um psilocybin and I really truly went on a massive journey with it like it was quite life-changing actually (laughs) and Nath held space for me where most people because I guess that would have that could be um classed as a bad trip that I was on Mm. but I personally just think it would have been a bad trip in in an environment where it was unsafe or it wasn't supported but because I had Nath there who he is definitely a very special man, I believe, too, because he is a natural space holder as well. Like he does kinesiology. He's he's very, um, I don't know, some people are just natural space holders. And um, I was able to almost just like purge and unravel this whole like fucking so much <laughs> stuff, like where I was crying, all these female emotions like, this raging river and like in and out of the childhood and then this and that and that and he just stood there and like mm. said not he said like this went on for three hours by the way that someone would have probably walked in and bloody rang an ambulance by the way but I was fine but it was just a trip it was just the medicine like it was plant medicine doing what plant medicine does when you are ready for it mm. and um yeah don't underestimate like mother nature ever she is one um badass beach <laughs> but um yeah I was just going on such a huge thing where he could have projected easily so much onto me um but he just held space and he sat there and he watched me 
and he listened to me and he put his hand on me whenever I needed to. And when that was over, when I had come to the other side of that, I was so deeply moved, like, whoa, I was so deeply moved by that. And um, since then our relationship has just, it's just next level because I was like, you witnessed me and held space for me um, and you didn't try to fix me and you didn't try to, um, you know, tame me or you didn't judge me or you didn't, I didn't feel any type of um, fear from him. I actually, he just, oh, my God, I can't even explain it. And that, like, for me to even just feel, because I've been on that journey of, like, unpacking, holding space, and then I had that um, experience where it was just, like, this physical experience in my own home with the person that holds space mm-hmm. for me every fucking day and that I've chosen to have he children your with. your riverbank. Yes, and I was able to really witness that and it's almost like, well, I embodied it. I embodied it. Yeah. I embodied it and right. I was able to really experience it. And since then I've been like, wow, holding space is fucking special, man. It is a special, special gift and it's a special skill that I am actually so honoured to be, um, to have landed in this space and especially with you as well because you and I are so similar in our outlooks on life and how we've both been through similar trials and tribulations where we so deeply wanted to be held and we have that depth about us so we almost can it's like it's can understand it without words from people it's like an energy where it's like oh you know it's that and we know that that softness is so needed right now especially in the birth space especially in the space of women like that softness and that safety Sorry, I can. can Sorry, I'm just sorry. I'm just struggling to get the baby. No, 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 no. Sorry, I Um, was just like on a roll. Then I'm like, don't you? No, definitely. I think I think 100. percent And I and it's like that beautiful um, quote that one of the women in our. um, I don't know. Did she make it up? She said, "I don't know, but I." How the feminine is the river, and the masculine is the riverbank, and it's like that is a beautiful analogy for like holding space as well. It's like you're if you are solid enough to just to hold a person for them to fully unravel and let go and feel safe enough to let go and move through whatever they need to move through and find their own medicine because we all have it in within us and most of the time we all just crave to be witnessed in what we're going through we don't want to be fixed we don't want someone to give us advice or answers Mm. we just want to be witnessed and like to yep. be able to talk something out, to cry something out, to rage something out, or to feel really happy and abundant and um, blissful and grateful, and for someone to be with us in whatever emotion is coming up or whatever the stuff is coming up, and um, mm. it's as simple and as complicated as that. And but I you think- know, don't, don't you reckon too with holding spaces like? I, I often, like I said this to Nate the other day, sometimes you actually don't even need to be listening. <laughs> like, yeah. Because sometimes, like, you don't actually even need to be listening. It's just like, because people answer their own questions. Like, they just yeah. want to chat. Like, they just want to be able to express themselves in somewhere where it's safe because we do have the answers. And when we're in these safe spaces, and, you know, it's like, that's why, like, women's circles and that ritual and that altar, and it's all very intentional. And mm. there's like, we've, um, with 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 safety and it's like held deeply for somebody to just sit like there's ritual to that every single thing mm. of that setup like that's there intentionally 
it's it's ceremony so you can sit there and go wait and it's an energy and it's like it's it's fully felt and it's like even like I often think of my mum too like how I've craved my mum for many years Mm. I'm able to talk about this to my mum now which is I'm so grateful for Real life um, with babies. Real life. Um, yeah, my mum, I've always craved, I've just always wanted her to hold me in, in that space and um, it made me feel resentful towards her and, um, you know, I was just so angry. But then, you know, finally in the last, you know, even couple of months, my mum has, you know, because I've tried to talk about my childhood and all that and it's always been too much and she shut me down and then we fought and, you know, mm. back and forth, back and forth. And she said something to me not, not that long ago, which, you know, it was just such a, like, such a beautiful healing connecting moment for us where she was like, Christy, how am I supposed to hold space for your childhood? Like, I feel like I've just failed you. And I'm like, well, you haven't failed me. I, I just want you to hear me. I love you so deeply, mum. Like, you don't understand. You're my mum. I love you with my whole entire being. But I just want to talk about it to you, be validated by you, like mm. I want to be nurtured by you. And she said, I, I find it really, really hard because, Christy, I have never, ever felt safe enough to talk about my own childhood. I've never spoken about it. It's it's very uncomfortable for me. It's painful for me. It's sad for me. And in that moment I was like, oh, I can't expect you to hold space for this. Like I want you to and you're my mum and I can make changes with my own daughter for sure. But it was just a really human moment between both of us when I was like, okay, cool on this mm. and it will be okay. Like, And I can lead that way because I'm in this line of work. And actually my mum is in this line of work too. She works in disability. But I just think it's that beautiful heal, generational healing in like happening in that moment. Like right now it makes me look at my daughter and, even if she triggers me, all of my kids, and when they're going going off and I'm just like, ah. Oh. We were talking about this morning before we jumped on when you just like mm. that nervous system taking a deep breath and going, mm. I'm going to hold space. It's fucking hard. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> it's super hard. Remember the quote like you were telling me, I think Eleanor or Emma or I, we've referred to them so many times, but I just fucking love them so much. But um, where they're like, the new paradigm or the new something is a is a regulated nervous system oh yeah yeah I, I don't know if that's their quote yeah uh, I don't know if it is either but it's a great but I, quote. I share I, it's now my man, my mantra it's um yeah the path to success yes oh, so the oh now I've fully forgotten oh my god I've been saying it all week um we post that on of, our page. the measure of success is a calm is a- and regulated nervous system <laughs> and it's fully true and every time I get to a point where I'm like oh my god I'm about to then I'm like no because mm-hmm. I can master this because I want to I want to push myself to grow and um oh yeah it's um it's big yeah. and also I want to be able to hold more like that, that's what that Emma and Eleanor um comment on and kind of share a lot is like if you can hold more with a calm nervous system you can have more like in your life you know fully yeah so and like we want to up level in our business and we want to grow and like 
I want to be able to easily hold four children and a dog and my partner and my business. Like I, that to me is like the best thing ever. But like, again, you could see that as like a lot and like stressful, or you can see that as like abundant and amazing and like Mm. so much gratitude. And so it's like to be able to master that positive outlook, you need to have a regulated nervous system. (laughs) And like easier said than done, we are living in a society, especially the society that we live in now, where a lot of us are in isolation. A lot of us are doing it alone. There is so much technology now. The technology around like, you know, we're even just like touching on 5G 5G and stuff like that. And you can believe that or not. But ultimately, there is a lot of technology which is heavy on our bodies. It's heavy on our nervous systems. So we are up against a lot, which is just another like reason that we should be going even deeper into these practices, into ourselves, Mm. into connecting, into the work. Like we have to to stay grounded. Yeah. and solid in and just being on screens like we're on a screen right yeah. now like yes we do our business which is like amazing and like we're so thankful for technology mm. because it helps so much but it does mean that our um yeah our nervous systems are going to be like way more stimulated and um we're going to be a bit more out of our body so it's like having these practices to drop back in and regulate is vital well, it's um, vital for like, yeah, so many things for birth, for motherhood, for pregnancy, for just, yeah, for life. That's that's another thing that like, um, you know, came to the forefront for me with that when I was talking about my plant medicine experience was like, um, you know, you don't have to have plant medicine to come to these revelations. You definitely don't. That was just, you know, my path at the time. But um, one thing that really came to me I was I was so like so grateful for that experience was like I remember just looking up at this tree at one point I mean like wow like you know it sounds very hippy dippy but you know it's really not when I was like thinking about like mother earth how like you know we can feel very disembodied or we can feel very unregulated and if we actually go out into nature and that will instantly calm our nervous system actually like our nervous system will start to calm because the the mother, the earth, that, that actually holds space for us. Like if we are conscious enough to let that, like we can go out into the nature and we can sit or connect with our, you know, you were talking about how like the kookaburra energy is through your birth, like even just connecting like deeply to, to nature and to what actually holds us here. And, um, yeah, it's just really beautiful. I, I'm very much like need to have nature and need to have my feet planted on the ground a lot. I like getting dirty feet and swimming in the lakes and the rivers and the oceans and all the things that really really grounds me because like I feel like it's that holding space from the earth and coming back to our humanity and another thing from that that I got was like even just our babies like you know how we just like what you've got we've got our babies in our arms now like why motherhood is just so deep and powerful it's like we're holding such deep space for these and I know we've touched on it with children but just from the very beginning, from, you know, from pregnancy, conception to pregnancy, like we're holding space and especially as mothers, like mm. we're holding this deep space and making sure like we're literally nurturing a human being from, yeah. you know, this egg and so yeah. that they can function yeah. as healthy human beings and have this beautiful human experience you know what I mean I feel like I've gone on a bit of a spiritual journey there but <laughs> no, I love you know it. what I you I know what I really mean beautiful place to like to leave yeah. this conversation it's like fully it's like 
space holding is life holding and yes. bringing consciousness back to to earth in how, how we like move through life and how we interact with others is so vital to this up level as a species and this new paradigm on earth, the mm. new paradigm in business and motherhood. And it's like, we're really rewriting a lot of stories through bringing consciousness um, and how we interact with each other. And because um, ultimately we're all space holders, right? Mm. Like we just, and it is a skill, but like, Again, like, you know, we're obviously some people are in the profession of it, like in a professional way. Yeah. Where it is your but job and you're all, getting paid. We all we do all it are. in some capacity. Like we, we a do. friend, a mother, a partner, yeah. like we all are a space holder for yeah. someone. And um, and it just gives you permission, honestly, to just hold even deeper space for yourself. and like Yeah, and yourself, yes. Uh, you know, the, which is the most important thing because, like, you, you know, yeah. you, like, realistically, if you can hold yeah. that space for yourself, it does, like, vibrate out and um, yeah. just mm. you, be, you being in your, like, actual body and your medicine and know who you are, like, you are inspiring others to do the same and giving people mm-hmm. permission to do the same. And if you're you know, holding space for yourself, you're more conscious. So therefore you're yeah. going to be able to, yeah, hold space better for other people. It's like this ongoing it ripple ripples out. Ripples out. Into our children <laughs> and then all the rest of it. And then amazing. Your relationships. Then... It's like, oh, never ending. Anyway, yes. thank you so much, everybody, for listening in and joining us in episode two of season thank two. Thank you so much, Having guys. this conversation. Um, yeah, we're super excited to to bring um, more stories and conversations to you all this season. Um, and, yeah, shoot us a DM or an email if, if you'd like to come on or if you have any topics you'd like us to discuss. Um, and, yes, like and subscribe to our podcast, please. And, and our email our list. Email, yes, our email list, link in our Instagram bio. Oh, my God, Finn just did a huge burp. I don't know if you <laughs> I just did hurt that. That was legendary. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's time. The babies are cracking it. <laughs> it's time. Then, um, but, but, yeah, because we'll, yeah. we, we want some little gems in our email list. So we're mm-hmm. going to – actually, we'll send another – we're going to be sending another one out on Friday. We need to talk about that, Lucy, by the way. Yes. Yeah. So. so, yeah, if you'd like yes. behind the scenes and the extra juiciness – Yep. subscribe to our mailing list please um and yeah we'll provide the goodies yeah <laughs> all right thank you all so right. much see you next bye. time bye, bye.